Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podco section of the application. What's going on, Tag Gang? It is your man, your boy, the human wrestling encyclopedia, and three-time Indian leg wrestling champion, Mr. Keith White. Happy to be here with you guys. Um, Jerry is not here, as you can tell. You haven't heard him yet, and he didn't do the intro. Not a big deal. My man's in college, second semester. He's trying to hold it down and get those good grades. So it's just me today, and we have a different show for you. The first thing I want to do Uh, Last episode, when Jared asked me how I was doing, I had something I wanted to say and I couldn't remember it. And now I remembered it. And I'm so happy because now I'm a senior citizen at the age of 40. So here it is. Last week, I stumbled upon a little podcast with Conrad Thompson and Kurt Angle. Yes, the Kurt Angle show is now a thing. I think they're only in episode three. It's a brand new young podcast. And it was really enjoyable. I got to hear the first episode and... Kurt Angle obviously has a lot to say. And of course, Conrad Thompson is killing the podcasting game. He's known as the pod father. So he's actually one of the inspirations for me getting involved with this. So something to check out. Also, uh, this is Friday that we're recording or I'm recording. And I just saw on my podcast alert, two episodes just came up that you should check out battleground podcasts where they have Seamus on the episode and then ringside rant where it just says the rap master. So just on the title alone, I'm definitely going to listen, and you should too. Uh, But today, let's go ahead and get into our not one, but two opening contests. All right, the first thing we're going to talk about today is my man crush, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He debuted his own sitcom, a TV show based on his life called Young Rock. This uh, came out on Tuesday. It's a good night because that leads into... This Is Us, which is obviously the kingpin of drama right now on TV. Uh, and Young Rock didn't do too bad. The season series premiere, uh, it got a 0.9 in the adults 18 to 49 demographic and 5.03 million viewers tuning in. So that was good. Um, that's actually a really strong situation. And in terms of debuts for the 2020-21 season, uh, Young Rock had the best comedy launch on all broadcasts in the 18 to 49 demo since January of 2019. Pretty solid. Now I know what you're thinking. Uh, the pandemic didn't leave us with too many of those, but let's just pump the brakes and, uh, and give him credit where credit is due. Now, just to give you a little synopsis on the show, and this is where I'm going to say spoiler alert. If you wanted to watch it and you haven't yet, you might want to stop listening for, uh, I don't know, five, 10 minutes. So uh, before he was The Rock, he was just Dwayne Johnson or uh, just known as Dewey. Uh, That's how they kind of introduce us with him. And Young Rock hops across different decades to tell uh, his colorful life story. It opens up where he's running for the president in 2032. Don't worry, everybody. 
don't hold your breath, 2032, okay? It's a while from now. Uh, he's playing himself. He's on the campaign trail, and he's doing an interview with Randall Park, um, who is a journalist, instead of being the FBI agent from Ant-Man. And, uh, you know, he says, hey, you're a Hollywood elitist, and The Rock hits back at that, and he says he's had to work hard for everything he's ever gotten in life. So we get to see him back as a kid in Hawaii at 1982. They're all calling him Dewey. They're cheering on his dad, professional wrestler Rocky Johnson, who's in the ring. And uh, Rocky drives a fancy car, and this whole episode is called Working the Gimmick. His dad said, you know, even though he drives a fancy car, but the family still lived out of cheap motel rooms, that, you know, Rocky said, you got to work the gimmick, and you got to put on that confident front. He said, you work the gimmick hard enough, it'll become real. And then what's cool is we start to see the other wrestlers that he grows up around. They give you the Junkyard Dog, the Iron Sheik, and Andre the Giant, which is awesome because when young Dwayne Johnson says, wrestling is fake. Andre picks him up like a rag doll and lets him know you never use the F word. That's pretty good. Um, and then they jump to the teen years in 87 where uh, Dwayne is shoplifting clothes, like a cool Woody Woodpecker leather jacket to impress girls at school. I still do that. Yeah. Um, and he's like really freakish for a 15 year old. His friend tells him you have a full mustache and you're bigger than a dad. You look like you work at an auto parts store. So there's some good roasting on here, you know, for NBC at eight o'clock at night. And uh, Team Dwayne wants to show off for a girl named Karen. Hmm, I'm wondering if her last name becomes Watson later in life. Okay, uh, so he takes his life savings, $103, and he buys a car from a, a really shady dude at a pizzeria. It's a real beater, barely runs, and uh, only plays opera on the radio. Uh, but his friend is with him, and he's determined to work that gimmick. But he gets a surprise. There's a homeless guy named Waffle. This is my favorite part of the show. A homeless guy named Waffle uh, wakes up in the car's back seat. This is something straight out of like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. But once again, you know, for the, uh, the primetime crowd, uh, that's a great name, by the way, Waffle. I'm going to name one of my friends Waffle. Waffle offers him to buy, uh, buy them beer at the party. Um, you know, but he also kind of tells Dwayne, when he sees him changing into those fancy clothes, he says, you know, trying to impress people doesn't doesn't matter. That's not good. What really matters is family and integrity. And he kind of inspires Dewey to ditch the party and, and use the car to go pick up his mom at the bus stop. And this is when Dwayne promises to buy his mom a red Cadillac one day. Um, and then the crazy thing is in this episode, just as Waffle is about ready to give Dwayne some really important life advice, he dies in the ba the back seat and, uh, Dewey says, every time I pass a Waffle House, I always kiss my fingers and point to the sky. That's what Future Rock says. So, you know, he, he works the gimmick in the rest of the episode. They go to 1990. He goes to the University of Miami to join the football team. His dad actually called the weight room and called University of Miami and told him he was going to be on a Wheaties box. So he lies and says he's going to be on Wheaties Asia. And then two of his teammates, you know, uh, call him out on his BS he basically has to win them over with his work in the weight room. And, um, and that's how he gains the respect of his peers. And he realizes that for him working the gimmick is being himself, but turning the dial up to 11. So, and then he promises to tell Randall Park more stories about his life, obviously in future episodes, but that was the episode. And so for me, I'm going to go ahead and give it a 3.5 out of five. That's my opinion. Um, it was funny at parts. It was definitely enjoyable, but 
he's put out better product, not for himself, but just in general, like production for TV and, and films. And, and for right now, you know, it's nice to see those characters that we know on screen, um, you know, from old wrestling days. And, and it's nice to hear wrestling terms and, and done in a sitcom situation. And this reminds me of everybody hates Chris kind of. Um, but the first episode was, it was good, but it, it was like B plus. I wouldn't go tell everybody to rush out and see it, but at the same time, all new shows have growing pains. So I will keep giving it a chance and see how we do with the show. If anything it's just enjoyable to, like I said, see these characters that I know uh, and the story that I know told in a new and entertaining light. All right. So that was the young rock. And now here is another huge story this week. Uh, this is from the 18th of February. Um, former WWE wrestlers, take the brain damage case to Supreme Court. So several former pro wrestlers who claimed in lawsuits that WWE failed to protect them from repeated head injuries are taking their case to the U.S. Supreme Court. And some of the plaintiffs uh, include Billy Jack Haynes, Big Russ McCullough, Ryan Sakota, Luther Reigns, you might remember him, and uh, the wife of the late Nelson Viscera Frazier, also known as Big Daddy V. You might remember him. Um... Other wrestlers who were involved in that suit were Superfly Snuka, Road Warrior Animal, Paul uh, Ornorf, Mr. Wonderful, King Kong Bundy, and Mr. Fuji. But here's the thing. Uh, they're all dead. So it's pretty crazy to, to think about the people that were involved in that and, um, you know, and now are no longer with us. Um, but they – here's what they're saying. There's a lot of red tape in this. Uh, lower court appeals were either dismissed or um, they say late filings and, and statute of limitations has run up. And the WWE has a fantastic lawyer, uh, McDevitt, Jerry McDevitt. And this guy is a shark and he has done all kinds of stuff. But here's what's different here, okay? Unlike football and hockey, where you have players that suffer similar injuries, the WWE matches involve moves that are scripted and choreographed by the WWE. And that makes the company directly responsible for the wrestlers' injuries. That's what the lawsuits said. And what's interesting is the NFL and the National Hockey League were also sued by former players who suffered concussions and other head injuries. The NFL settled for $1 billion, while the NHL settled for $18.9 million. So who knows what's going to happen in this case? Uh, we know that Chris Nowinski has brought up CTE and pro wrestling for a long time. And, of course, we know from the Chris Benoit saga that uh, CT has also been brought up with them. So I'm not exactly sure what's going to come of this. Uh, it's a shame to see so many of the wrestlers that were plaintiffs that are no longer with us. And it's also a shame to see that the lawyers of the WWE are kind of having to brush aside their deaths in general. Um, this is just one of those things that I don't think can play out well for the PR of the WWE. But I don't have an opinion either way in terms of what should happen. I mean, I can understand for forever, right? Forever. Vince has run the WWE. You either join him or you don't. Uh, you either follow his rules or you get your future endeavors. But for years and years, I mean, wrestlers would travel in a car and sleep in bad motels. And Steve Austin talked about in his early career, eating tuna fish and, and hard boiled potatoes or, or raw potatoes um, in motels. And, and Mick Foley has talked about being, as cheap as he is. These people did that for the passion of what they, you know, what they do, what they enjoy. I have a lot of my opinions about what the WWE should do. You all know that I am very vocal about 
the idea of an off season. Um, but for this lawsuit, I'm just not sure because, you know, maybe they didn't know about CTE, but they've always known about the injuries. Um, and, you know, pro wrestling is something that you learn and, and you eventually learn what the business is and how to protect that business. And I don't know, this is a hard one for me because, um, you know, you certainly choose that life and that lifestyle and all it's been given to people and taken away from people. So I'm, I'm just not quite sure where I fall on the spectrum for me, but that's not all up to me. It's up to you also to decide. So tag gang, I'm curious what you think. You can always check us out on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, and then of course, email mixtagshow at gmail.com. But that's going to be it today. Uh, I'd love to hear what you think. A little short, quick and dirty episode here for you. Uh, two things we normally don't get to talk about too much. And I hope you enjoyed, and we miss Jared. We'll see him next week, don't worry. From the Wrestling Encyclopedia and Uno, Dos, Tres, Indian Leg Wrestling Champion. I don't know how to say that in Spanish. I think you guys are great, and we'll see you guys next time on Mixed Tag. I am out. Out.